0: Radio Sport 23-11 to 11 on Saturday evening. The Warriors play their first NRL finals match since 2011. It's an elimination final against the Penrith Panthers ANZ Stadium. Full commentary, of course, here on Radio Sport. Let's find out a bit more about the Panthers and their particular threats. Nathan Taylor is a sports journalist and deputy editor of the Western Weekender in Penrith. And he joins us now on Radio Sport. G'day, Nathan. G'day, Jason. How you doing, mate? Good, thanks, mate. Thanks so much for joining us on uh, Radio Sport here in New Zealand. Um, can we talk about the Panthers' coaching change? What was that, about a month or so ago? How much has that affected things at Penrith?
1: Look, I think it did initially. It took a bit of, a bit of time for the boys to sort of get, get used to not having a, a head coach there because it's pretty unprecedented that, that a that head coach gets sacked four weeks out from the finals, but it can only happen at Penrith, and it did. Um, it was a good thing that Cameron Serraldo, who took over, sort of was the assistant coach there and knows the boys well and knows their game and and what their strengths are. So that was good. It wasn't too much of a hard transition. But, yeah, we definitely rattled them for the first few weeks.
0: Has he done anything differently in his time or has he really just picked up where Anthony Griffin left off?
1: Yeah, I don't think he's changed too much, actually. I think that would probably throw the boys too much off if he he, um, changed too much of the game plans, I think. I think he's allowed to play a bit more freer, though. Uh, Anthony Griffin was very restrictive with, with some of his players, especially Nathan Cleary. They didn't like him you know, doing short kicks and anything like that. Um, so this, he may have loosened the shackles a bit, but um, he hasn't really changed too much in terms of any sort of major game plans or anything like that.
0: Can you give us some sort of insight into Phil Gould's influence at the club? It seems mm. significant from the outside looking in. and From <laughs> this side of the Tasman, it seems significant. Yes. Can you give us some insight there?
1: Well, of course Gus is, Gus is at the academy that's where Penrith train every single day um, he's, pr- he's pretty much there most days all day um, he, he has a bit of lately he, he's having more of a hands-on role with the team in terms of helping coach while they don't have a, a proper head coach in charge but yeah Gus has his fingers on absolutely everything at the club um, most of the stuff is, is, is brilliant and, and the players are on board with what he said and, and you know Gus is a legend of, of the game and and everyone trusts his opinion, so then not too many people will be, um, you know, going against Gus's word there. But yeah, Gus does have a have a big stranglehold on the club, and, and as he should, he is a um, he's a legend of the game, and, and everyone respects his opinion. And um, yeah, I'm sure the, the players um, yeah listen when he speaks, and and so does everyone else usually. So yeah, he does have his fingers on everything, but um, I don't think that's such a bad thing.
0: Is the fact that he is so influential does it make him a divisive figure, or do, are the, most of the fans of, of the Panthers on board with him as well?
1: Oh, look, yeah, he's definitely a polarising figure, even among Penrith fans. I mean, most probably eighty percent of the Penrith fan base are on board with everything he does. That, you know that they love Gus, that you know he's trusting Gus. But um, yeah, there is a small percentage of the fan base that um, you know don't trust him as much and, and don't believe some things that he says because he has he has obviously proven in. In, in recent years, that you know, he says players, certain players are staying and end up leaving, and you know, loses a bit of trust with the fan base there. But um, yeah, most of the fan base are on board with his decisions, um, and they all supported. Well, most of them supported the hook one as well. But um, yeah, we'll get to see what, uh, what what his next plan is for the club in terms of who they're going to get for a new coach next year.
0: How big a part of what the Panthers do on the field and their success on the field relies on James Maloney?
1: Massive, massive. We, Penrith, I say we because I'm a fan of the side, but yeah, Penrith haven't beaten uh, Melbourne since 2005. You throw Maloney in there last Friday night and they won. Uh, that's how much of a big of an influence that player is. He's played eight of the last nine final series and won two grand finals in that time as well. So Maloney is actually huge. I spoke to him yesterday. He's, he's fit and firing. He's ready to take on the Warriors. He didn't get to do it uh, at all this year because when we played them the first time, Uh, Obviously, they're up for Origin, and he missed the one in in Auckland a couple of weeks back. So um, you're going to see a bit of a different side to the one you did two weeks ago in Auckland, that's for sure.
0: And alongside Maloney, uh, you mentioned Nathan Cleary. Uh, Other key men for the Panthers as we head towards the final series, Nathan?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Nathan Cleary is a must here. He's our goal kicker, even though he did miss Five in a row, I think, <laughs> last uh, Friday against Melbourne. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a big addition. Of course, you've got your forward pack in Regan Campbell-Gillard. Tyron Peach is a live wire out of centre. And then you've got Viliam Kikau, who I can reveal is actually under a bit of an injury cloud. Um, he picked up a, a bit of an uh, elbow injury last week against the Storm and um, he went for an MRI scan yesterday. And um, it looks like he's going to come out okay. It might be just a soft tissue injury. But, yeah, he's in a bit of an injury cloud. But if he's firing... Then watch those um, those edges because him combining with Wonga Blake um, on that left edge there is pretty dangerous.
0: How significant was the win over the Storm, uh, and what co- what sort of confidence boost will it give to these players heading into into knockout football?
1: Well, it was massive because many of the, that Penrith side, unless they came from other clubs, hadn't beaten Melbourne. We hadn't beaten Melbourne since two thousand and twelve, and they hadn't actually beaten Melbourne in Melbourne since two thousand and five. So to come against the you know, virtually the best team in the competition in the final round and knock them off is huge. I mean, uh, you you notice the Roosters and uh, the South and and Brisbane, they put the cleaners through their respective sides in round 25. Um, But Parents actually got a real finals game, a real test right before the finals, and I think that's going to be an absolutely huge injection for them um, come this Saturday.
0: How do you assess the way the Panthers' game plan and their playing roster matches up with the way the Warriors play the game and the players that they have,
1: yeah, I'll thinking that they're a little bit similar in, in sort of in terms of the way they play. They're, they're both, uh, they both teams love to, to throw the ball around and love to um, you know play a bit of absolute footy, and that, that's sort of what the Warriors and, and Panthers do best. Some of the tries both teams have scored in recent weeks just <laughs> come out of nowhere, and I think that's uh, that's where they're definitely similar. This could be a very high-scoring affair because, as you know, earlier this year, Panthers smashed the, smash the Warriors at home, and then you guys did the same thing to them a couple of weeks ago. So there could be a lot of points on board today in the stadium on Saturday. But, yeah, I think they play very similar. They've got all those Kiwi players and, 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 and Fijian players and all, all these guys that like to, to throw the ball around. But, um, you know, I think it will come down to the halves in terms of um, which, which halves have got this more steady head. And, and you have to sort of, you know, point the finger to, to Penrith in terms of having James Maloney there and Nathan Cleary, who won an origin series. Only a few months ago, you think they'd have the edge in the halves there, but um, yeah, anything can happen in the finals game. But I'm bloody looking forward to it. That's for
0: sure. <laughs> so are we? So are we know. <laughs> do you think? Do you think if they were offered the choice, do you think the Panthers would have rather played the Dragons? Um, that's a
1: good question, actually, because obviously. It was it was so um, back and forth on Sunday to see who Penrith would play. Uh, I think we're quite happy to, to play New Zealand. Uh, well, Penrith are quite happy to play New Zealand just for the fact that you guys have to travel over here. You haven't played finals 40 since 2011. Uh, I know you've got a lot of experienced players who have played finals 40 for other clubs, but as a team, you guys haven't played finals footy in you know seven seven years. So fact um, is Penrith. A lot of confidence, I think. And, and they're only playing up the road at ANZ about a half-an-hour drive. So, um, yeah, so I think I think New Zealand was the sort of pick. but And we possibly played you guys two weeks ago as well, which, you know, it's fresh in our minds. You might want a bit of bit of revenge sort of thing. So I, I think they're happy with the Warriors, but, yeah.
0: Let's leave it there. Yeah, I think the I don't. I think the Warriors are look. Uh, <laughs> I mean, fed into a game against any of the any of the uh, the others. I think they'd be uh, they'd be happy enough just to be in the finals after so long out. It's uh, all set up for a Titanic clash on uh, on Saturday. Nathan, thanks so much for uh, for giving us the Penrith uh, perspective and uh, and all the best to your boys.
1: No worries. Thanks, Jason.